folks, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time it might be in your corner of the world. We welcome you on board here. This is the Andy and Amanda Show. I am Andy Kimball, waiting for Amanda to join us from the U.K. I'm in California. She's 8,000 miles away in the U.K. And, um, you know, we do this. We've been doing it now for almost a year and a half. And we're going to talk to Amanda and, and, and discuss some new developments, what we're doing with our show. It's pretty exciting. You know, we're moving right along here. Uh, a lot of people are joining us. We, we appreciate all our new listeners. And um, we always have something to talk about. And this is unscripted, raw, unrehearsed. We have no idea what we're going to talk about when we enter the show. It's not like we have an agenda and we get together beforehand and say, let's talk about this and that. And we, we both are aware of the news. We're kind of news junkies, I guess you could say, in a way. And I'm trying to harp on it too much. But we like to go behind the scenes. What's going on? What's the truth behind the headlines? And... Um, you know, when you look at what the truth is behind the headlines, and I am an independent registered voter here, uh, I got to be honest with you. When you go to the truth behind the headlines, you end up saying, you know, the Dems ain't too bad. They really aren't because all the Republicans and GOP tend to do is use scare tactics and promote lies, and and they'll say one thing, then do another. Like, for example, when – when Trump was in office and Mitch McConnell swore he was not going to shut down the government, he's going to put some kind of budget through. And then when, when Biden's president, he reverses course. When when Obama's president, Mitch McConnell says we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't put a new uh, sub, uh, justice in the Supreme Court right now because the presidential election is eight months away. And then when, of course, Trump is a president and confronted with the same thing, and the election is a matter of weeks away. McConnell says, "No, we got to get this done. Got to get, you know, it's just full of bullshit. He's the fucking biggest bullshit I've ever seen. He's almost as bad as Donald Trump himself. You know, saying one thing, then doing another. If you don't like it, you disagree with me. You can provide evidence to the contrary that he didn't say the things I'm saying. Then call us and let me know. Five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. Waiting for Amanda to join us here, and a uh, whole lot of things to talk about. I guess uh, until she does, or or even, you know, while she is, you know." even when she's here because she's got more news than I do, usually, usually. But anyway, um, there's a few things that are going on here, and I wanted to – I was going to talk to Amanda about this, and I think I still will, but interesting statistic. And I'm going to tell you what that statistic. You could do this. Come on. Come on. It's noon. You know, this isn't a morning show now. Well, this is the afternoon show. So um, interesting statistic is that the measles are about – three times as contagious as the Delta variant of COVID-19, which is much more contagious than the root COVID coronavirus that we were confronted with initially. Yes, absolutely true. And here's the question I have for you. And again, call me, 515-605-9888. Let's hear your thoughts. Um, when you, you know, all the red states, all the blue states, you can't go to school. You can't enter your kid in school unless they have the measles vaccine. Do you see a bunch of people entering the hospital and going to ICU with, with incredible outbreaks of measles all over the country, all over the world? Do you see it? Do you see it anywhere? Oh, you don't. Oh, you don't. No kidding. You don't. I'll be. I thought maybe you would, especially you anti-vaxxers. I thought maybe you just kind of see those ambulances come along and the people rushing people to the hospital with measles, outbreaks all over the country. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh why didn't you see that, you ask? Oh. Oh, why? Because you can't go to school unless you have a measles injection. You're inoculated. The country is inoculated for the most part, almost all 100%. Red states and blue, all inoculated against measles. 
Anybody has any questions about that? It's my right not to get the chop. Um, 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 freedom. Freedom. The government can't tell me what to do. Freedom. Uh, what a load of crap, eh? What a load of crap. Really. Really. And, um, you know, um, what was I just saying? Where's the mandate? I don't remember what I was just saying here. Yes. Um, the interesting thing is that um, it is likely one-half to one-third, that is the Delta variant, as contagious as the measles. The measles is one of the most transmissible diseases in our, amongst our species ever. You know, George Washington inoculated his troops against smallpox so they could fight in this I almost said civil war, <laughs> in the Revolutionary War. True. That's actually a fact. That is a fact. Anybody protest? Anybody say, oh, it's my right not to get this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, George? Let, let the Brits uh, win. No, no, we're not fighting. We're not going to – no, we're not going to get vaccinated. That's an actual fact. Interesting thing be, – let's just do a little comparison between the measles and COVID-19. The basic reproductive rate – you know, we'll call it RR – reproductive rate for measles is normally between 12 and 18 if you're going to put that to scale. Uh, but but the uncertainty of that is even larger. In other words, it's, it's the number is probably let's just say between 12 and 18. Let's just call it 15. Okay. The wild type, that's the original COVID-19 virus, had a reproductive rate between 1.9 and 6.5. I want to tell you that again. The reproductive rate of measles is let's say 15. It's between 12 and 18. The original COVID reproductive rate is between 1.9 and 6.5. It lands probably about 3.3 in the world. The Delta variant is slightly more than twice as contagious as the wild-type coronavirus, so would probably have a reproductive rate of about 6.6, with a possible range between 4 and 13. All right? This is still, if you look at the numbers, half to one-third of the measles value. Do you hear this? I'm I'm, re- I'm telling you facts here, folks. I'm not making this up. This is the absolute truth. We don't we don't make things up here on this show. I know they do over on Fox and Newsmax and and Onan or whatever they're called, and you know they make things up, scare you. They 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 try to find somebody who creates agreement with them, and then they promote that. Whether whether that agreement is based on truth or not doesn't matter. That's what they do over there, at Newsmax. That's what they do. That's what they do. That's what they do on on conservative talk radio too. Dennis Prager. Who's the guy who uh, did a miserable job of trying to convince California that he should be the governor of California? What's his name? Elder? Larry, Larry Elder? How about that guy? How about that, that zany nincompoop, idiot, lying son of a bitch? What's the guy's name? Uh, Levin? Mark Levin? I challenge any of them to come on this show and challenge us to the facts. Not, not what they hear, but facts. I challenge anybody. 515-605-9888. Join us. Join us. Anyway, folks. Hope you're all doing great. I just wanted to get that off my chest, you know. Normally I'm not that. You, you guys know who I am, you know. I, I like to have fun and keep things light, and you know. But but it pisses me off to no extreme when I hear people like Mark Levin and and these morning talk show conservative idiots, know-it-alls, who are nothing more than entertainers on the radio, no expertise, no degrees, never did a research product in their life. And how about that fraud of a PhD? What's that guy's name? Gorka, not Gorka, Gorka, yeah, Gorka, right? Doctor, what's his name? Something Gorka? On conservative talk radio on Salem News Network, on Salem Radio Network, what they call themselves? Doctor something Gorka? You ever, you're, you're looking to where he got his PhD. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> There's not one credited institution in the United States of America that would give him a PhD based on his dissertation or any of his research work. Not one. Not one. Or maybe an uncredited school. Maybe an online uncredited university would have. Right? Oh, Dr. Worka. Oh, oh, he worked with Donald Trump as an advisor. Oh, Truth Radio, 515-605-9888. Yes, we'll keep putting that number out there. We'll keep putting that number out there. Anyway, give me a call. Tell me a joke. Make me laugh. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, gosh. I mean, I can't think too much. You know, I can't think too much about this stuff. It gets me too pissed. Yeah, I know you're not thinking. You never do. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, you know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you, know? you know? Unbelievable. You know what else happened? Do you, do you know what else happened over the weekend? You know, uh, Trump uh, did a uh, did a rally down in, uh, in Georgia Saturday, I think it was. I think this is from Saturday. This idiot, this lying fraud of a former president, this this egotistical, narcissistic maniac, lying son of a bitch, former president, who had about as much qualification to be president of this country as, uh, as uh, Herman Munster. <laughs> Herman Munster probably has more. Anyway, and I'm not saying that because – I, I got to tell you folks something. In the 1980s, I owned – with a partner, uh, and I was doing other things too, but I part of my profession back in the 80s was – um, I owned a full-service marketing, public relations, and advertising firm representing some of the nation's leading brands. Started with just me and a partner, and within months grew to 37 employees. Didn't have two nickels to rub together, and we grew this company just because we wanted to, just because of, of marketing, because of honesty, integrity, sincerity. People knew what we were talking about. We wanted to go pitch a client. They, they trusted us, and we did good for a lot of people, major, major brands. One of those brands was the Trump Casino Hotel at Atlantic City when it was being built. And I could tell you, I could tell you some stories about the Trump organization, how they did business, but you probably heard it all before, right? If you had told me back in the 80s that this guy was ever going to be president of the United States, stand in line for a bunch of people that would be scratching their heads going, huh? What? Huh? Donald Trump? What? But, you know, I didn't think bad of the guy. You know, I didn't see this guy as being an evil guy. I thought he, his, his, he had no scruples when it came to business, paying people, employing people, keeping his word. You know, signing off on something, giving a definite, you know, legal okay on a signature, getting something done, and paying half the bill to, like he did, so many suppliers, whether it being graphics and advertising or, or architecture or steel supplies. And the stories are are numerous. He became president of the United States. Anyway, enough of that. I'm not going to go back to the 80s here. But what I do want to go back, and what I would, do want to talk about, is uh, Trump confessing. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! Trump confessing to. Um, a, a rally that he called the governor of Georgia and tried to overturn the election. Listen. Let me handle it. I'll call him up. I said, Brian, listen, you know, you have a big election integrity problem in Georgia. I hope you can help us out and call a special election and let's get to the bottom of it for the good of the country. Let's get to the bottom of it for the good of your state. Let's go. Election integrity. What could be better than that? Sir, I'm sorry. I, I cannot do that. I said, Whoa. I said, you cannot do that. And that's why, uh, let me tell you, this guy's a disaster. He's a disaster. Folks, I'm sorry about the delay. We're trying to get Amanda Love on the show here, and we'll be right back. Dear Mainland, aloha. My brother and I know all about your to-do list. 
But have you also considered making a to-don't list? Like, don't forget hang time with your ohana. Don't forget to step outside every now and then. And don't forget the big wave golden ale. So maybe you make a to-don't list today, yeah? Put it on your to-do list. Good one, brother. One life, right? Mahalo. Longboard Island Lager and Big Wave Golden Ale from Kona Brewing. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually ended up getting another cup of coffee because I haven't had a thing to eat all day or drink, nothing, just coffee. And it's going to be hard for me, I think, of getting too old to start today with a beer. I used to be able to do that. I probably could do it. I probably could. I probably could do it, actually. But I don't feel like it. So what am I having? Let me see. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, a nice cup of coffee. So what else is going on in the world, folks? What else? Hey, listen, be part of the show. 515-605-9888. Anybody following uh, the uh, Gabby Petito tragic murder? Anybody following that story? If you are, it's, you know, we can talk about it, but um, you know, there's plenty of programs and YouTube videos and all that that are, that are following it. I've been following it personally because it's just being a dad of two girls and seeing all the videos of Gabby and her travels across the country with her supposed uh, fiancé, love of her life, supposedly, living together for two years in his parents' home in Florida. She's from, they're both from New York originally. Anyway, if you don't know, uh, I know we're talking to a worldwide audience. Look under Gabby, J-B-B-Y, Petito, P-E-T-I-T-O, and, and read up on that story. It's just uh, unbelievable. Do you know what else is, uh, gets me pissed off? I'll tell you what makes me mad. The child tax credit was a democratic dream come true, right? It might be on, you know, so you get to your doctor if you've got kids. You know, you need the extra cash to support your kids, right? Right? So the Democrats passed a bill that would uh, provide a tax credit for each child. Uh, they passed a one-year expansion of that tax credit in their uh, COVID relief bill earlier this year. It was seen by many in the party as a, as a triumph, not a Trump, a triumph. A move that could reduce uh, child poverty by uh, nearly 50% this year, right? So ever since the Democrats won two seats in Georgia in January, giving the party a Senate majority, which they did, Democratic Senators Cory Booker of New Jersey and Michael Bennett of Colorado and Sarah Brown of Ohio had been lobbying the Biden transition team and then administration to expand their child tax credit and make it fully refundable to ensure the lowest income Americans would receive the benefit. You following me? Absolutely true again, right? Right? You get no fake news here. From the time those guys won in Georgia, this was uh, an amazing, amazing accomplishment. Uh, you know, and Booker reiterated that in several interviews, CNN and a couple other programs he was on. Um, so they really want to make this permanent, and and for obvious reasons. You know, it's tough to. You know, I'm sure a lot of you out there who are listening, whether you come on the show or not, you've got kids, or your kids are grown. Your empty nesters where you have newborn babies, and you know what the trials and tribulations are financially of raising those kids. And wouldn't it be great if the government said, you know, we recognize that, and, and, and we're all citizens here. It's we the people, and we, we know that it's tough, especially those of you who, are, who have one, sometimes two, three jobs to support those kids, pay that rent, pay that mortgage, support that car lease, get those kids to school, give them lunch, see that they have a fun time when they're not in school with friends and take them to Chuck E. Cheese's for birthdays and, and entertainment and you know, knowledge at museums, special museums, reading dinosaur museums, let them learn about how we got here, for how we really got here, not how nobody snapped their fingers and made us here, how we really got here. But some of you might be giving your kids, in, in addition to that, or, or in conjunction with that, or religious education, which is fine. 
I don't believe in that, you know. But but that that doesn't. I'm not an evil person. Believe me, I respect everybody who thinks differently than I do. Raised my kids without uh, belief in God, and I come from a whole line of family that that's atheist or agnostic. Not, you know, you believe in the universe, some kind of power that's out there that that's on. Every, it never had a beginning, and that's what's so hard for us to comprehend. Never had an end, but um, but the uh, I don't believe in there's some kind of super being out there. Um, I think we got Amanda on the show. Hey, Amanda. Hey, my darling. Hello, audience. I want to put you back on mute. I've been having a fun time here. <laughs> okay. That's actually fine with me. I want to go get some barbecue food and a beer. I was talking about something. How I got distracted. I was talking about – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about uh, – the uh, there's a move right now to repeal the child the extended child tax credit that was awarded uh, by the Dems really uh, in conjunction with COVID, knowing it would it'd be even more difficult to provide uh, for kids. You know, so the tax credit right. for children on your taxes you got to deduct a little bit more if you had kids, and they want to uh, they're thinking about taking that o- away. Um, right. Okay. And so I was talking about you know. You know, we, we, the people, the, the politicians, the people in office, and most of them, most of them are parents or have been parents. Their kids might be young, old, out of the house, empty nesters, as I was just saying a minute ago. But we all yeah. know what the trials and tribulations are of an expense of raising kids. And we said, you know what? Yeah, kids, we're, we're going we're gonna to lighten it up, make it a little, a little easier for you. We're going to reduce your taxes a little bit, give you a little more of a credit to be able to, to raise those kids right. You know, and uh, yeah, and, and there's a move to make that that um, what do you call it? That re- extension, that the tax credit, um, permanent. Right. But right. You know, okay. There's a big move out there to make it go away. No, why? Why would we yeah. want to do that? Why would we want to? Why would we want to help the people of America? Let's just block things. Let's block anything <laughs> Democrats want. It yeah. was Republicans. You know, we 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 govern by scaring people. We govern by taking things away. We govern by uh, just you know aiding the rich and the people who make a lot of money and 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 making the middle class smaller. That's how we run the country. Yeah, Republicans. You know what I mean? And and yeah. you know, Amanda, I'm independent and I've supported Republicans. You know, you know, I've told you that many times on the show. I I am. You can check it out. I am independent when it comes to voting. I've I've supported Republicans. I have. I, I voted yes. for a Republican governor of California before Newsom in Newsom's election. And. Um, I like what he had to say, and Newsom was, com- Newsom was coming on all these programs, and I loved them, and most people would love them. Why, how would you not love them? But, but yeah. how would you, the only going to pay for them is by raising taxes. <laughs> so I voted for Republican. Now, now uh, there was no way a Republican was going to win, and, and if I thought it was close, would I have still cast the same vote? I, I can't you – know, it's hard to say what I would have done at that time. You can't you – know. but anyway, yeah. the, the point yeah. being is that I have supported uh, several, not many. But several Republicans since I ever voted starting at 18. I guess is it 18? Yeah. 18. Isn't it funny you can vote and go to war and kill people at 18, but you can't have a beer till you're 21? <laughs> that makes no sense to me. You know, It's like with this whole thing with China. You know I was telling you about – or telling you all about um, mm-hmm. how they were stopping uh, kids uh, playing games online, so they were only restricted them to an hour. Mm-hmm. When I was reading about it, they were, they were saying that they were legally allowed to have sex at the age of 16. But it wasn't legal Where? for them to spend more than an hour online gaming. <laughs> China. Where, so you can have sex at 16 there? Yeah, Man. apparently. Wow. And what's the drinking oh, age of you? Oh, it was either 14 or 16. Holy crap. What's the uh, – well, you know, some people have sex here at 14, 16, 13, 12 too. I mean, you know. 
Even younger, which is terrifying. Yeah. Even younger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I put all my cards on the table. I think I was uh, 16, maybe 17, 16. The girlfriend was 14 or 15 or something like that. But we had a yeah. four-and-a-half-year relationship. Her, her birthday was – I was going to call on the show. Her birthday was uh, was yesterday. And um, many what? memories of, of celebrating our, her birthday together when, in high oh. school and just out of high school. And we, you know, we spent every almost every – Waking hour of every day in school or not together, you know, we, we yeah. wait for each other, you know, when you're high school together, uh, she was a no. year behind me, was it a year or two, a year behind me, and, mm-hmm. um, and we would, you know, in high school, when I went to high school, if you didn't have class, you didn't have to be in school, you could leave campus, like a college, Wow. and uh, yeah. so, yeah, it was pretty cool, but when we, let's say some, one of us, either my, my girlfriend or I were in class, the other wasn't, I'd go sit in the hallway outside of a classroom, until she got out of that class, didn't those go to our <laughs> classes. You know, we would just wait there for each other. Then, oh. then we, uh, yeah, uh, all you know, every you know, I stuck over her house, slept over there a lot. You know, we cut school a lot together. No, you know, you, and you can imagine yeah. what went on when we did that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the point being, and, and again, I, I, have, I have no qualms about telling people I was a very sexually active teen, and I was in love. You know, I thought this was the one. I thought I was swore that was I was gonna marry. You know, we're getting married. My grandma used to say, Andy, you know, she's great, love her. It's great to see you in the kind of loving, nurturing relationship. And my grandmother would tell me when I'm driving her home, uh, you that's you know, you know, love her, love you guys together. That's not gonna be the one. No. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, get married. <laughs> well, you know when you're fifty, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I have but two girls. There are people that do beat that age, oh, there, that actually do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and sometimes you hear stories about just getting back to our relationships program. There are you know, sometimes you hear stories about um, folks that that were friends in high school, maybe dated a little bit, maybe not at all, and their lives went on. You know, on college, they both moved back to their hometown, and bam, they get married, have kids, and live happily ever after. And you hear those kind of stories too. I, I know some good friends out yeah. on uh, on Friday night were like that. They were both uh, grew up in the same town in Florida. They, their lifelong, the parents were friends. They were friends when they were kids, way back, way back when they were little. And now the boyfriend and girlfriend. You know, he's he's divorced with a couple of kids, and he's an amazing guitar player too. And um, and so they uh, they're dating, you know, and they they've known each other their entire lives practically. It's uh, and their parents were friends, you know. So there you go. It happens. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Getting back to my point you. here, see, I'm getting better at this. I don't know why my brain's getting better these days, Amanda. You know, do you ever <laughs> I say something, get off track, and then I have to ask you what I was talking about? If you're, and then neither one of us would know, and we just ah, let's move on yeah. to something else. I think um, you've got that vibe going today. Yeah, yeah. It's real. I, I actually remember what I was talking about. Um, Ooh, you know, this is great. I do remember. Wait a minute, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me a second. Bless give me a second. Oh, got it, got it, got it. God damn, I, I'm good, I'm good. Jeez, I'm getting better. Um, we were talking about the drinking age, you know, uh, going to work, yes. killing some people, 18, can't have a beer till you're mm-hmm. 20. What's the, what's the drinking age in Europe? It's 16, isn't it? Where you are? No. 18, it no, 18, be, I'm sorry, 18. Uh, Yeah, it used to be younger than 18, but it is 18. Um, yeah. Unless it's changed again. I mean, it's been that long since I was that age and needed to show ID for <laughs> for uh, alcohol. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah. It, 18. It's 18. It's 18 here. I want to remind you of something real quick before uh, – I, I just got to remind you. When I was uh, – when you when I couldn't find you and stuff and I was looking around and trying to find the uh, attachment, sending an email, punching keys and doing all these things to try to get you on the show, I put my yeah. mic on mute, and I forgot I had my mic on mute. I'm talking away here, <laughs> and so there's going to be a big <laughs> – 
So it's going to be a big blank spot in this live show, oh. which I'm going to erase. I guess I can even erase this. I don't have to mention it in the, on the podcast so with so many listeners on the podcast. Yeah, well, or maybe no. I'll keep it. It gives it flavor. Yeah, it, it gives I'll it keep. flavor. It does, but there's this great big blank hole in the the live show, uh, and I'll take that out for the podcast, but just, you know, I'll make it go away. I'll they got time to get up and go get a drink and, you know, do what they want to do. Mind you, if they're yeah. listening to a podcast, they're likely to have this either in their ears or playing on a, um, you know. maybe an Alexa in their home or something, so they ain't going to yeah. worry about that. So what, <laughs> so what I want to do, when the live show actually, the live stream on the radio, uh, we, we both see the clock on that and how much time we have left. Um, mm. When that ends, we'll continue... We'll just continue the conversation maybe another couple of minutes or so. Plus, I take out the Blog Talk Radio on the podcast. We, we take that out, too. And that is the platform we are on, folks, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Andy and Amanda show, 515-605-9888, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon, Eastern Daylight Time, whatever time it is. You know, join us. Email us, Andy and Amanda show at gmail.com. Hey, Amanda. Yes, darling. Did, did you ever have a tasty cake? That's not what I was going to ask you. Um Oh, uh, now uh, you're putting uh, Cornell, cake did, in my head. <laughs> did, did Cornell? I bet Cornell never sent you a tasty cake. No, I've never received a tasty cake. I don't know what they taste like. I've heard all these wonderful things about them, and it's like, yes, I've heard yeah. this wonderful tunes so many times as well. And it's like, what's the deal? <laughs> I'm going back. I'm going back to East Coast in October, and I I can't wait for one reason. You're listening to it right now. Um, um, um. For those of you on the East Coast, Philadelphia, I heard they have them down in Orlando too. Um, oh, New Jersey. They need to ship uh, them over Philly, here, not Pennsylvania. Them. I thought Cornell, who's our show coordinator, folks, was going to. He's on the East Coast, and he was going to send you something. At least he said he was. I'm going to get him on. I'm going to get him. <laughs> you don't get like getting the juice. You don't get. You don't, <laughs> hey, uh, he said he. You don't you remember? You didn't he say? Did he I tell do you? I remember. That, yeah, see? bless him. He's probably and we both just, just let just it go. Forgotten. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know. I hire. Well, I've got. I was talking about on the show. You weren't on the show. Yeah, I was waiting for you, and I was talking about our plans to move the show off of the internet and go on to real radio, whether it be satellite Ooh. radio or terrestrial. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I was going to announce to you, or unless I told you this already, I hired an agent, and a, a well, who's hap- he, the agent is is got lost his job. He's unemployed at the moment, and I just thought he'd be really good. He seems to be really good at talking people into things. So I hired an agent. Let's check in with him. And um, that sounds fantastic. And I want to call him and see how he's doing, because uh, I, I figured he'd be, you know, he'd be great. Um, you know, he'd be a good agent. You know, so let's yeah. just see if I can get him on here. Give me a second. Do, 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 do. I trust your your judgment. Your because uh, we are really being aggressive. Um, we're being very aggressive in, you know, trying to get the show uh, where it belongs. Which is um, on, you know, on on real radio, on satellite radio. I think because right now we talk to a worldwide audience, and and uh, we're not a local show by any means. We don't talk about, we're not a, a UK show. Even though we do talk that's about right. UK, Europe, you know, we do. Thanks to you, it's great to hear. It's, you know. No, well, as I say, yeah. we're we're three people, three locations, one purpose. What's that? Um, <laughs> just to sit here and talk our asses off, basically, in a room. 
No, but anyway, I'm going to try to, uh, you know, where we are. If anybody out there has any connections in Radioland, if, if you have any ideas, because we, we, we have thousands, thousands of followers and listeners. We're in 22 countries. We have people calling in. We've had great guests on the show and, and many more great guests in line to come on the show. I'm not sure who they are at the moment. But anyway, I know we do. I'm sure they'll be <laughs> whoever they are. Right now, we don't have anybody, but we'll get them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. uh, we've, we've been in talks and discussion with Marilyn Monroe, so that 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 could be happening soon. Yes, I Marilyn Monroe's joining us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to see if we can get. Um, um, here we go. Let's get a position on. Hello, hello, agent. Oh God, Don. <laughs> hello, Don. I'm just checking in. How are we how are we looking there? Getting getting us on a, on Sears Satellite XM here. They thought that they had to kill people in order to put themselves in a little better negotiating position. Oh. <laughs> wow. I mean, uh, yeah. that paints quite a picture. <laughs> uh, wait, I lost them. Wait, Don, I don't get that. Don, what, what's uh, who are we negotiating with? Sears XM, you know, uh, 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 I don't know. So a syndicated radio here in the States, a company in Europe, who, who is it that we're negotiating with? As you know, we're negotiating with the Taliban. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to pass on that one. <laughs> I, I think maybe I'll get, you know, he wasn't very good at his first job, or my second, whatever that is, as president. Maybe we'll get him, maybe we'll let him go. Maybe he'll not be a good agent after all. Maybe I hired uh, the wrong guy. Yeah. I, I kind of want to avoid the decapitations and, you know, the uh, machetes and things like that. So, uh, yeah. You know, if yeah, we do a bad job on, on, on air, then, you know. <laughs> I think he's, uh, I think he's uh, barking up the wrong tree here to get us. Let us also here. show our appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay. We, 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 we appreciate you, with Donald. You know, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump, yeah. we, we appreciate you. Yeah. What's our time? What was your timeline? You know, I, I'm not sure I'm happy about the way you're going about this and getting us a radio deal, but what was your timeline for this? We got it done in less than nine months. Uh, we've been huh. doing it for a year and a half. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Nine months, negotiating with the Taliban, killing people to get us a radio deal. Uh, mm. You know. I think so you've anyway, got the wrong idea about us. Yeah. We're not, <laughs> not so We're bad. We're people loving. <laughs> yeah, we are. And people love us. How can they not? How can they not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, that sounded so egoic, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're so convinced. Yeah, people love us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do. They um, do love us. They, they, yeah. People are flocking to this show. What a horrible thing! It's not. Um, how is he going to represent thing. us? I don't know. I like, don't know, um, but I'm just not looking very um, hopeful right now for for him mm-mm. representing us. I mean, you know, it makes me a little nervous. Am I honest? I mean, look what he yeah. did with your country. It's like, uh, uh, yeah. Do you think it was a mistake? <laughs> was it a mistake to hire him as our agent? You guys are not no. serious. Yeah, well, I guess not. Uh, wow, well, yeah, I, I guess time will tell, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not yeah. looking good so far. Oh, man, I tell you, Andy, things are so crazy here. Let's like, hear. I, I'm ready to catch I a want... plane. Yes, you're catching a plane? No, I said I'm ready to catch a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, don't let me stop you. Where are you going? <laughs> oh. oh my oh. goodness! I don't know how I'm gonna get get the gas to get to catch a plane the way they <laughs> you know. I think you sent me pictures or something on online, and you're telling us last show about the lines at the gas pumps and so forth. Um, oh, yeah. I know what I want to do too. I've got a scam caller here, Amanda. Hold on a second. Let me get this. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Hello. Hello, yes. Hello. <laughs> Alex from Medicare Department. I don't need any, but thanks for your call. I thought you were a scam caller. We're trying to catch a scam. This is a radio show. You called in live, and I thought you were a scam artist because we were going to catch you live on the air, but we don't need Medicare. And thank you for calling the show uh, anytime, 515-605-988. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, preach it, Andy. <laughs> but I do. I, I, I am. I forgot to tell you. But go ahead. Start with the news. I don't want to interrupt you. Start with the news because I want to look up a couple of scam numbers here. I think we can catch another scam mark. That was fun. Remember you do that. Go ahead with the news. Uh, I will be listening, but at the same time, I got to find the scam uh, numbers. See if I can. Somebody uh, called me again to say I've won the 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 publisher's clearinghouse. Uh, dash for cash contest, seven hundred thousand bucks on Mercedes and seven thousand bucks a week for life. And I'll on the show like we tried to last time. But go ahead with the news. We'll be right back. Yeah. Time, Amanda. I want to see what's going on out of here. What's what, it's horrible? What's going on with gasoline? I've I've, I've seen it. I know. Good. Elaborate, yeah. please. I mean, please. a lot of people. This is a conflict right now, saying that there was a media link, a uh, link leak. Sorry, <clears throat> let's get this right. A media leak, which then caused everybody to go out panic buying, right? Because that's what happens as soon as we hear something like that. So um, everybody's saying, oh, we've got this shortage because, you know, of this leakage in the media, which made everybody panic. And then there's a majority of people saying, well, no, actually, no, we, we literally did have a shortage of fuel. Um, and they were limiting people to, you know, get the gas and stuff. So you can only have so much. So I just got crazy. Mm. There, was, there was a woman filling up plastic bottles with as much oh, fuel as she could, as well as her car. There was fights breaking out. There's been knives pulled out on people. Um, and the government, uh, the government's reserve tank fleet has been deployed today, I believe, um, this afternoon to boost food deliveries. And um, a joint statement from 14 companies, including uh, Shell UK, BP, and Esso, comes after days of long queues at petrol stations, and they're saying we remain confident that the situation will stabilize further in the coming days and encourage everyone to fill up as they normally would to help mm. poor courts return to normal. I mean, Jeez. the way people are getting nasty with each other, Andy, this, this bloody madness, it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, just, I've not seen anything as bad as this since the whole um, COVID thing first started, because obviously all our shelves were empty, and the panic buying with COVID, but I didn't see anybody mm-hmm. getting violent. And now this is just, you can see people have had enough. They're like, come on, mm-hmm. we've just come out of COVID, well, the worst of it. And we've just come out of mm-hmm. this Brexit thing, which is causing a lot of stress and strain on this country. And now we've got this mm-hmm. situation. It's like, good night. And now we've got mm-hmm. energy firms that are going bust and can't stay on the market to give us energy because of mm-hmm. um, how COVID's affected their... Um, their uh, <laughs> their uh, extended their, their uh, extend, yeah their business extended their um, <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. are pretty much screwed if their company is you know falling out off the market mm-hmm. and they've got to you know go look for someone else that's that's cheaper but um, yeah I mean mm. it, 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 that's again that that's another thing people are fearing because the amount of money that these firms are now increasing the the prices to people are panicking mm-hmm. about staying warm. You know, it, it, it when it gets cold here in the UK, which is pretty much mm. starting right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I um, think about all the, the elderly 
who struggle yeah. with energy prices anyway. And like this, they're going to be like sat there under a million blankets trying to keep warm. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, Andy. It is disgusting. And I think something better needs to be done about this. And I mentioned to you boys, I don't know if it was in a private chat on mm-hmm. WhatsApp or whether it was on the show. So forgive me if mm-hmm. the audience have heard this. But um, when I see, see my mind's gone blank. Andy, mm. I think I've caught it, and you, you're getting better. And I'm getting better. <laughs> I mean, really, because you know that was my like. Yeah. I, I, always, I never could keep a one thought straight here, uh, you know. Um, and now, I've noticed that the last few shows, I'm getting better. You're going the other way. Whoa. I know. What is what is going on? I thought, Isn't that weird? So let me backtrack. So I was saying about yeah. elderly mm-hmm. keeping warm. Mm-hmm. Oh crap! I don't yeah. know. I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm sure it come to me. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's try to catch a scammer. What do you say? Let's do that. Yes, please. Okay. I'm gonna, I've got me. the number dialed in here. I've got the number dialed in here. It's now dialing. Let's see what happens. Now, they called in a while back, so I don't know how current this number is going to be. If you don't get back from right away, sometimes they, the uh, powers that be catch on to the scam numbers <laughs> and disconnect it. Let's see what happens. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I want my, oh they increase it by the way. It's now eight hundred thousand um, dollars. Oh really? Yeah, it went from seven hundred thousand to eight hundred thousand. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like um whoop. Uh, thanks for contacting the office. Uh, this is Mr. Hamilton. How can I assist you today? Hi, how are you? This is Andy and I got a call and I'm sorry for getting back to you so late, uh, about the Dash for Cash uh publisher's clearinghouse that I won. Yes. And the Aqua Mind Speaking, right? This is Andy. Andy Kimball. Mm-hmm. Andy Kimball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, you have received notification based on a Dash for Cash? Yeah, Dash for Cash. I got the call probably a few days ago or so, but I just saw, you know, I checked my messages, my voicemails. Which I don't do every day. I should probably, but anyway, I just checked it and um, I got the tip recording that said uh, it's eight hundred thousand uh, dollars a week or a month or something, and a brand new Mercedes and something else. I don't know, but I got that call and I'm like, holy smokes! You, what? I wish I got this call earlier. I, mean, I wish I called you back earlier, but I'm hoping it's not too late and I'm still eligible to get this. I hope. Am I? <laughs> No, um, first I would have to verify the information you're um, talking about. I'm not sure of this information that you're um, verifying to me here. And um, let me go ahead and uh, can you just hold the line? Let me verify the information, please. Go ahead. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. Do, 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 do. Singing in the rain, I'm so happy. $800,000, man. And this... Oh, I think it's eight hundred thousand in cash, and then are you there? Hello, oh, you got me on hold. Anyway, Mm-mm. okay. Mhm. And this is Publishers Clearinghouse, correct? I mean, do I have the right number? <laughs> you know, uh, no, this is on. the Treasury. This is the Treasury Department of the Internal Revenue Service. And oh, um, if you do get oh. a notification based on a price, you sh- um, this is this is not the publisher's clearinghouse. This is the Treasury Department of the Internal Revenue Service. Oh, you know something? I must have called because I got another recording. I probably called the wrong number. Um, 
because I got another call. I probably doubt put that number in. So I guess I got a call from. But I'm not seeing anything under your information here, sir. Oh, so you. I'm seeing where you're. I'm seeing where we do have a, a, a selective winner for the publisher's clearinghouse, but I'm not seeing an, any 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 cue. The number you are calling is busy or out of service. Please dial again later. Hello. 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 Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I just got some kind of voice thing. Say the number I'm calling is out of. Hello. I got to call them back. Hey, so they dropped. Let's try them again. So, so there's a couple of scams going. One is, one is a public. So he's the IRS, but he also awards hundreds of thousands wow. of hours. He's both. He's yeah. the Internal Revenue Service and the Mad Cash Giveaway. Woo! Right, and he sounded extremely professional. Oh, very. Oh, he's calling me back. I got. He's calling <laughs> he in. He's, he's calling in. Here he is. Ready? Okay. Here he is. Here he okay. is. Ready? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Hello there. Hello there. Get my wife on board here. You got us all excited for a minute. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Five one four eight four one four five one four. Let's try him again. Let's try him again. I think I blew it. I forgot he was on blue. I mean, he could hurt. He heard me say that. I think I blew it. Oh my god. So let's try him. Let's try him. It's okay. Yeah. Give me a wave. I need some kind of popcorn. Yeah. Come on. Hello? This is Mr. Hamilton. How can I assist you today? This is Andy and wife on the phone. My wife's on the line, too. I got disconnected to you uh, from you. You said you were the IRS at one time. Then you said you had the publisher's clearinghouse uh, authorization as well or something like that. But I just want to see... Um, I got your, Sir, your this home. is the Internal Revenue Service Treasury Department. I did not say I'm the publisher's clearinghouse, sir. Don't say that. Oh, okay, you're not. All right, so anyway, I got a call from the Treasury Department then. It must have, I got a couple of calls, and I probably put the wrong number in for the wrong call because I also got a call from the IRS, something about an, uh, I've got a, a matter, a legal matter or something like that, and then I had another one where I want seven. Hey, listen, if I could win, if I could win $700,000, I can clear up my IRS legal matter. <laughs> anyway, um, but so what is what is what is the issue right now uh, legally can you, with the IRS here? Because I know uh, I got a voicemail, and you're the number to call back. So I called you back, and now you're saying you don't have me there. Okay, sir. First, I would have to verify the information before I can give you any um, any updates. And that uh, the information mm-hmm. you provided to me is not shown in my system, sir. Well, maybe you're showing my my um, yeah, me is my middle name. Maybe you're showing Andy. Um, Kessner, K-E-S-N-E-R, maybe that'll do it. Maybe that's it. And then, I, then I have another question to ask you, if you can look that up for me. No, um, the last name of the person that's the winner is um, Hill. That's the only information I can provide it to you, and obviously it's not you. Well, I wonder why they called me. But how can you be the Treasury Department of the IRS? I, I don't you, know. I don't. Pardon, sir. I don't repeat that for me. How can you be if – you, if you have a, a winner, right, a winner from the mad cash for cash, and you also said you're the Treasury Department of the IRS, that doesn't make sense to me. How are you both? This is the Treasury Department of the Internal Revenue Service. You contacted us, sir. No, you called me. I re- this is how I got wow. your number because you called me and left it for me. 
Not you personally, but I got a recording. I said, call this number back. So I did, and here you are. I didn't call you out of the blue. Maybe that was an – you ever think that uh, – maybe that was an arrow call, okay? Why are you so, why are you so persistent? Because we, we know, sir, we both know – don't hang up, please. Don't hang up the line. We know that you are not the Treasury Department of the IRS. We both know that. You we can't that. tell me what to do or what not to do. What are you trying to do? Trace my call? You're telling me don't hang up the line? Yeah, because we know. I know. I heard you. I heard you in the background. I heard you in the background so long time ago. But you can't trace all you want. That has nothing to do with me. But we do know this. You are a guest on the radio right now. You're broadcasting around the world. You're on. I know. I know. Also, I know. I know. I heard you, motherfucker. I heard you. You start talking. Is, you start talking before you actually know that I was on the line, motherfucker. No, I so I heard everything. I knew I knew I, you were on blue. And you start you, talking, so I know you were on the here. But I don't give a course. fuck. But we know that you're not the IRS, right? We know you're not. I don't so give you're a fuck people. either. So, so you're, but you're not the I IRS, don't give right? a fuck either. You don't care that you're not the IRS. I don't give a fuck. You're not, so you're not I have the Treasury a great Department. tip, a great tip to be more professional when you answer the phone. Yeah, that's amazing. Lady, lady, I tell you what to do. I tell you what to do. That guy standing beside you, you take his dick, you put it in your mouth, and have a jolly day. <laughs> wait, I've got something to say about that. Advice. Thank you very much. Wait, well, wait, I'm wait, a big fan. fan. Wait, listen, we got somebody else who wants to chime in here. Listen, well, I'm a big you. fan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. What? What? what you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, I'm a tourist. Tourist wants more. More to the Wait. 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 Big pussy, why did I say pussy? Listen, this is hear. the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah, matty you know. boy, why I say? I don't know. <laughs> so listen, uh, this is great. We, yeah, we are really having a fun time. We're, you know what? You can know what I what? think? You, you know what? A oh, big yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I, I really appreciate you being on here. You know why? Because um, Republicans because, love it. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. This is true. This is true. They really do. Yeah. What's yeah. the name of your channel? Let me go and watch it, because really I would like to hear myself. It's really great to see myself. everybody on this beautiful, beautiful day. Motherfucker, what's the name of your channel? You are, you are on the Andy oh, and and you show. Oh, ask politely. And you need to ask what's politely, dude. Ask politely. Say please. <laughs> say Listen, please. you guys don't need subscribers. You don't need viewers. What's the name of your channel? It's, it's, it go to, go to uh, blog. Go to andyandamandashow.com. Andyandamandashow.com. You have a YouTube page? Yes, we're on YouTube. We're everywhere. I got a new job. I got a better job for you than the one you have right now, as a matter of fact. Bring us. I don't need your shitty. I don't need your fucking (laughs) shitty job. YouTube and fucking thing. You're crazy. Uh, So, what do you really do for a living? YouTube money. That shit ain't going nowhere. What do you really do for a living? Yeah. Constructive talks with a number of what do I do for a living? What do you mean, what do I do for a living? Well, I have a feeling. They're hugging and kissing. Yeah, they are. I talk for a living. Well, you should be on the radio. 
<laughs> I don't want no fucking radio. Um, everybody has this idea uh, that threesome is going to be the best sex ever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh my oh. god. Yeah. Wow. I bet you that's yeah. what they're doing right now. They're searching our website. They're going to find our faces on there. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, it's this 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 uh, stalk these people through social media. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, they'll be no, he just he's just a scam artist, you know, he. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Funny. swear, morals are few and far between. You know, how they can sit there and do that to people is sickening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's scam. He's I, I, I want to ask him. Maybe I'll call him back and ask him. I was wondering why he scams people. Just point blank. The phone number you dialed is unreachable. Really? Please oh. check your phone number and dial again. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't know why. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Andy, you did so well, but that that man and his mouth, wow. Oh, oh, that one now. The phone number you dialed is ah, unreachable. Well, Please check your done. phone number and dial again. They're done. Oh, well. Anyway, that was fun. Wow. And his number, folks, is 877-514-8414. That's not our number. That's his, that's the high, that's the toll-free number that they hijacked to get, you know, to, to have people call you. Wasn't it funny how he said, this is the Treasury Department of the Internal Revenue Service? And he says, but I have a winner. <laughs> yeah. And then he just casually chatting with his friend in the background. It's like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's oh, my God. The guy, um, he might be listening right now via the website. And dude, if you're listening, which you might, he probably is, um, get a life, man. Get a life. You're, you're, you're a scam artist. Did your parents raise you that way? You know, do you, you have any sense of integrity, honesty, living an honest life, getting a real job? Clearly no, They don't know how to he, treat people. He, he said he talks for a living. What he, what he does is he, is he lies and bullshits and scams people. That's how he talks. That's what he does. Yeah. That's his talking. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, so be it. We uh, all bring things upon ourselves. What eventually goes around comes around is what I've always, you know, mm-hmm. thought and uh, believed. And, uh, yep. you know, karma does its business and, you know. And to me, it sounded like he was um, – I, I hard to tell what country he was in, but I think he was either in, I want to say, Syria or Pakistan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that could be I off. Like Maybe to... Saudi Arabia. I don't think Saudi Arabia. I think Syria or Pakistan probably. I don't um, know. I don't. I wouldn't even like to target. No. To be Mm-mm. fair, because like no. you said, he You're could right. be. He could be anywhere. He could be anywhere. Yeah. But, but he's uh, definitely that's... in another country. He's definitely in the Middle East. Yes. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Something. Like I've that. got some yeah. more numbers. You know, in my voicemail. Why are they all calling me? 
good question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just enjoy the conversation. They've heard about you. They might. <laughs> Do you think I did okay with, 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 with hey, another episode of Catch the Skimmer. Um, <laughs> yes. um I did okay. Do you think I did okay? You know? Yeah. You did I would great. like to I would have liked him to say, Oh yeah, we have you here and played along because they wouldn't have actually had me here. I would have said, Oh, that's my name. Oh yeah, we have you here and you know, they they, they oh and they go along with it because they actually don't have you. There's oh that's your name. Hey, Steve Korleski. Yes, here you are, you owe the IRS. Seventy-five hundred. We're going to have somebody rescue you in twenty minutes, unless you pay your bill now. And you have to go to a Walmart or Kmart and get a gift card and read us the back of the numbers of the gift card, and they'll make the whole thing go away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yes, we've experienced that one here. This, this, yep. uh, yes, yes. <laughs> this place it gets a lot of that. It's it's ridiculous. A gift card. Come on, an iTunes gift card of all things. Seriously. Mm. And what is, what is a music <laughs> gift card got to do with yeah. paying bills? Yeah, iTunes. Yeah, get an iTunes gift yeah. card. Right. And, and when you go pay for it at the cashier, don't tell her why you're getting the gift card. Don't don't say a word because she might ask. She might say, is this for taxes? Say no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Say, is this a scam? Oh. Did somebody scam you for taxes saying they're IRS? You just say no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, when he called, he called back to the show, you know. He called us the first time he lost them. And when you call uh, our program, the Indian Manager Show, you get a a voice recording to says, you know, you'll be connected to the show. And it's it's identifies this as a radio show and you hear music or whatever, or you hear the show, actually. Yeah, you hear the show. So, you know, he knew he was on a, on a radio show. So, but, yeah. uh, you know, it was fun. It was fun uh, having him on board, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he, he makes a uh, living you know, de- de- deceiving people and being a liar and being a criminal. That's yeah. how he makes a living. Yeah. But you know what? That kind of bullshit doesn't doesn't change my um, ability to have compassion for people. You know, at the end of the day, he's scamming people, and that's I don't agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. No, no way. However, I don't wish him any harm because you know what kind of example could I set if I'm sat here saying you know repeating his language. Wishing him no. all these bad things, you know, cursing him in my he, words. He was, he was, he was getting, he was getting like our, our sex show on us, wasn't he? Doctor Ruth, there conversation. Oh yeah, I reckon he was do. a previous listener, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I, I mean, this guy, this guy, you know, this guy. I didn't know him when he was at his best. No, yeah. none of us did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, I think we have a long and happy life. Yeah. What happens? What these people over a period of time? They're uh, going to commit um, suicide. I don't know about that. Um, well, no. You know, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Anyway, was so this is crazy. fun. What a crazy yeah. show. This is a fun show. Fun time. God, it's hump day. It's Wednesday. This is the Andy and Amanda show. You can join us on Friday at uh, 3 p.m. in uh, Eastern Daylight Time at 515-605-9888. Oh, I wanted to go, because we have a couple minutes, I think, and, and the time we edit the show down for podcast at this point, um, we'll, we can extend it out just a little bit, because what I wanted to bring up is um, – we're all – everybody in the show is invested. Uh, we all got on the stock market because uh, our buddy and, and um, a friend who's, who's you know, gave, said some incredible light on what's going to go on with the, with the shortest – the stock that's sold, the most shortest stock sale in history, which is AMC. Um, yeah. And a predicted squeeze is, is all of that. You know, the, the chips are going to be called in someday eventually. question is when. And um, so – but we've been monitoring what AMC is doing. I also bought some other uh, stocks as well as AMC. But uh, I sold most of my AMC stock, Amanda. And I think I told you that. The reason why I sold most of it was because I wanted to buy more shares at a lower price. 
Yes. So I got out of it. I got out of it at a loss of about 400 and some dollars. I think I told you wow. about that show. We talked about that being an air, airline ticket, a round trip to London and back. You know, we could have gotten yes. together with that money, right? Um, and I look at that. I'm like, oh, but I'm trying to make it back with some other stocks that I bought that are doing okay. So I am edging back. I'm chipping away at that loss, you know, but I'm not really worried about it because what I'm yeah. going to do is I'm hoping AMC goes back into the 20s again. That's what I'm shooting for. It, if you notice, yeah. every day it lands at a lower and lower and lower number. And I want to buy more and more and more shares. I'd rather buy more shares at a lower price than fewer shares at a higher price because when this thing explodes, I own a ton of shares. Yeah. Right? So yeah. And they're supposing – they're saying that this thing could hit $1,000 a share or more. They're saying this thing could be the mother of all squeezes you know, yeah. and with amazing numbers. I mean numbers that I would even feel – you know, lose a lot of credibility by saying here they're so outrageously high. You know, but very, very high numbers, much higher than a thousand dollars a share is what I've heard some people say. Um, and and there's a possibility of that happening. And you know, if you buy you know, hundred, two, three, four, five hundred shares, and this thing goes up to the many, many thousands of dollars per share, and you bought a, hundreds of shares in the twenties or maybe thirty, you're suddenly a very wealthy person. You're, you know, you've got mm-hmm. to pay some of that in tax, but you know, you've done all right. So that's that's what I'm looking at. But I'm also looking at, I'm also looking at uh, my market positions in other stocks. Uh, on and I, and I, you know, I've turned to do. You know, I was really into it for a while. I was like, wow, every day I was getting up really. I think I told you I was getting up really, really early in the morning, turning on the, you know, the news. It's, you know, I, it's, you know, I'm three hours behind here in California. Um, and, yeah. you know, I was watching what people were saying, watching the stocks, buying stocks, you know, and I've never done this before. I mean, I got, I'm like, God, this is bad in the casino, you know. And and I was playing around, like day trading, what you might want to say to an extent. And then I, you know, going up and down. And in my first week doing this, I won like one. I feel like I'm at the casino. I won. Um, I was up like um, nine or eight, eight or nine hundred dollars, right? And oh, wow. Yeah. And now, uh, let me see my positions here. Now I'm not. Now I'm down. I'm down. Um, do do do. Let's see where I'm at. The count positions. I'm afraid to look, but I don't want to look because I'm not. Oh, oh my God, everything's red. Holy crap! <sighs> what did I say I was down before four hundred and some. I'm now yes. on, I'm now down five hundred fifty-five dollars and thirty-seven cents. Right now, now we're getting more towards a first class ticket. <laughs> <laughs> But some of the stocks I bought are up. For example, JetBlue, I bought it at fifteen fifty. It's fifteen sixty seven. Uh, GameStop, I bought it one ninety seven. It's down at one seventy five. Maybe you just sell it and get out of it. I only own one stock, one share, so my loss on GameStop is twenty one dollars. Ford Motors, I'm up on Ford. See, I was waiting Ford to go to seven dollars. I bought it at thirteen. It's at fourteen thirty. It's gone up. So, so some of the shares I'm buying, I'm looking at chipping away at that loss. Tesla. 781, I bought it at 754. So I'm up on Tesla. Neo, I bought it at 41. It's at 35 and climbing. XP wow. EV, whatever that is, XP Inc. Oh, e, oh, oh. Um, I bought whatever it is. Oh, it's at. Thirty. It's at thirty-four fifty-five. I only bought one share at thirty-six ninety-seven. Maybe I should share, sell that right away and hell with it. I've only lost two dollars and forty-two cents. I can live with that. But I'm up on Tesla. I'm up on. I'm down on the. I'm down on everything. Back. back um, uh, JetBlue. What's Green Sky? 
I bought it at 11.81. It's at 11.31. Get rid of that one. Okay, I should check these off. I don't off. know. It sounds like something ones. that happens after you take a drug. <laughs> <laughs> BBIG. I was told to buy that. 11.02. I bought, oh, I sold most of it already. I've only got two shares left. I was thinking it would go back up. There's a squeeze on that, too. I bought two shares. It's at $6. I bought it at $11.02. So I need to get out of a lot of these. My biggest loss. You ready for this? AMC. $540.66. I'm down – Five fifty-five, five hundred forty of it is AMC. Whoa! Right, I'm willing to go down to twenty something and buy a ton more. I don't care about the loss. Ali come on the show Friday. I think I'm not sure. I think he'll be back on Friday. He bought a bunch of stock at fifty-one. I did too, but I sold it. Yeah, yeah. It went really I, down, didn't it? It's like thirty yeah, something. Thirty-five. We bought a bunch of it. You and I both, I think, bought in a lot at forty-one, or is that thirty-one? I forgot. Uh, no, I think it was thirty-one. Yeah, it's at thirty-five right now. Yeah, because they literally brought it right down, didn't they, from forty something right down to yeah, thirty, and then it was up, up at, to thirty-five. Yeah, it was at it did, oh, did it go to thirty-one or something? it was uh, it was up at fifty-two, fifty-three. That's why I should have fucking sold it all. Oh yes, of course it was. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is. Here's – and we preach this on the show. You get AMC. You buy as much as you can comfortably afford to buy, comfortably. comfortably. Mm. I, I'm not going to miss 500 bucks. Believe me, I won't know the difference if I have it or not. Look, I'm, I'm – thank God, right? Anyway, uh, I mean, uh, hell, you could buy a, a cheap guitar for 500 bucks. I mean, you know, you could, I could do a lot with that. I could, you know you – I mean, come on, really, you know, I can pay. You can do a lot with 500 bucks. Don't get me wrong. It's it's yeah. you know, lose, yeah. right? But, but in terms of my life, am I going to miss 500 bucks? Nah. I won't miss it. But anyway, um, <laughs> no. I'd love to have it back, though. Don't, again, don't get me wrong. I want it back. All right. So, yeah, um, yeah, of course. You know, okay. So, so what we've said on the show, and this is, you know, buy AMC. I don't care if you buy one share, two shares. Don't look back. Don't even check it every day. Don't even look. Don't forget about it. Forget about it. Because the short squeeze, and I'm not going to go into that. Maybe we'll discuss it more on Friday. As a matter of fact, we go over it every Friday in case you know we have an AMC a stock show. Last Friday we skipped it, but Fridays we talk about investing and day trading and what is a short squeeze and mechanics and AMC and GameStop. Have a lot of interesting guests on the show talking about it. Um, and we've, you know, we're not financial advisors, but if you know what a short squeeze is, and you look at AMC and you you can find anything that says that it's a myth that it's, that that stock's going to explode. I mean, find something that says it's not. Um, let us know five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. But anyway, I've I got rid of mine a lot of it except a few shares. I'll tell you why. I think what do I have now? Uh, Twenty five shares, and I had a whole lot more than that. But I sold. Actually, got I got rid of some along the way on the way down here. But I have twenty. So my total loss could have been worse, but it's only five hundred fifty five dollars, which isn't horrible compared to what it could have been, right? So mm. here's the thing. The reason why I sold this is because I want more shares. And I could take that 500, you know, I could take, you know, let it go into 20s. And I hope it does. If I see it going back up to 30s and 40s again, I'll, I'll just say, fuck it and buy more. You know, whatever it is, I'll just buy it. I don't care. But I'm hoping it goes to 29 or 30 again because I want to buy several hundred shares at that price. Right? Yeah. The hell, yeah. The hell with my loss. The hell with my loss at 555. I don't care about that because there's going to be a squeeze on the stock someday. And again, look, I want, I want folks to do their homework. Look, look up what that is. What, what is what is the stock squeeze? AMC stock squeeze. Look up on YouTube. Look up on the internet. You know, there's a couple of people who say there's a couple of people who are working with the with the hedge funds and with the big stock brokerage firms who are slapping it down who are trying to you know work on behalf of the hedge funds that bet the short 
that, that are, and these loans are going to be called in now, and they have to be eventually. They have to be, um, and we'll get more into the mechanics of that on Friday. I'm not going to get into it now. I spent enough time. We're, we're over time now anyway. All right. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I lost. I lost money so far on this, on this thing I'm doing, and I didn't lose. Outside of AMC, I'm not doing bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a lot of people panicking. There really is. You know, you, the, you, you uh, take that AMC stock, a loss of 500 bucks away, and put my other uh, bets. I'm, not too, I'm, I'm down. Uh, I'm down five. I'm down 20 hours just over. Oh, here comes another call. Let me see if this is a scam. Hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? Good afternoon. Who's this? Yes. Good day. Good day. Who's this? Hello? 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 Alexa Mob. Please, sir. Don't go away. Hello? I thought you were a jolly old chap. He hung up on me. Oh. <laughs> he probably thought he got through to a psychiatric ward. <laughs> I, I wish my I gotta find a way to connect my phone through the show so you can hear it when it rings like that on the air. Uh, why am I getting all these fucking calls? I don't know. It's uh, almost like a conspiracy, isn't it? Like your number gets passed around in this little community. It's like, and ooh. maybe they know that we do a radio show, and they maybe maybe they maybe they know that it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, anyway, <laughs> before I was so rudely interrupted by the scam artist, and well, I think it was a scam artist anyway, but before I was so rudely interrupted, um, I uh, five forty, fifteen dollars I would have lost if it weren't for AMC. Fifteen dollars, and I was up. I was up. What nine hundred, eight hundred? I said before. I forget what I was up. I was up thirty-one percent at one point. Now I'm down. Right. Oh, know what I'm down though? What's that? Just today by itself, I'm down forty-two dollars. But overall, I'm down zero point four three percent today. My total loss is nineteen point six four percent, which isn't horrible. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm down. So let's say twenty percent. I'm down twenty percent. But I was up thirty-one percent. So I was higher than I am lower. Okay. <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> In many ways. Uh, you're talking to Andy, the experienced day trader here. Stick with me, folks. Yeah. You're doing all right. You know? As long as you're higher than you're lower, you're doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Let me just say a good bet. I feel uh, like I'm uh, sat at the table, Ben. Higher, lower. Yeah. Higher. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm going to do tomorrow morning, I'm going to get early, and I'll see what the trends are. I'm going to piggyback some of the green, some of the ones that are going up, and ride them up for the day, and then sell in the afternoon, sell at 4 o'clock Eastern time. That's what we do tomorrow. Very good. Very good. Very good. And I'll tell you how it works. I'll let you know on Friday. Because, you on know, I should, next I should, I should, Andy and Amanda I should, show. On the next Andy and Amanda. I shouldn't be down $555. That's ridiculous. All right. And I just, you know, I'm doing this for fun, man, not to lose money. All right. So. <laughs> 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 you tell him, Andy. You tell him. I'm telling. All right, God damn it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we're, uh, manager, manager. What's the manager here? Oh, my money back. Oh, anyway. yeah. There's a so fly in my soup. You should get a free drink. Can I have a margarita, please? Thank you. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, I could use a beer right now. Anybody here? Talking to an imaginary go-go dancer with the money ears. <laughs> Drinks, cigarettes, <laughs> cigars, 
Oh, cigars. Beautiful. Cigars, cigarettes, cigars, cigarettes, drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's do a stock show Friday. Let's talk more about this, unless you don't want to. We'll see. What's that? Maybe we'll do a stock show What's on that? Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're wrong with it. Let's announce also we're doing Friday. We're going to go behind the scenes of the TV show The Addams Family. Are we doing that Friday? The Addams Family. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely, we are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Yeah. I love finding the stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, a bunch of stocks I want to go into, which is in the green looking bullish. I want to talk about them on Friday, just for my own research. And I'm going to buy them tomorrow and I'll let you know Friday how I did. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna buy. I'm That'd gonna buy wonderful. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine stocks tomorrow. Two or three Ooh. shares each, unless they're hundred dollars each. I, I'm I, I'm just looking. I don't know how much they are. Like Viagra. How much is Viagra? It's like Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard they go up. The stocks go up quite often. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Viagra. The initials are VGR. I just I thought it was Viagra. Uh, oh, so you mean it, uh, eager? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're v, it's Vector Group Limited. It's up oh. 0.1. And, and the, the stock symbol was VGR. So I, I'm just looking at the, the, the stocks that are going up right now on a, on a top 10 list of stocks that are going up. And VGR oh. is one of them, and I interpret that as being Viagra. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I heard you. When I, I thought you said EGR, and I thought, ah, oh, eager, you know. <laughs> but no, no, yeah, VGR. V, yeah, eager. V, yeah. v as in Victor. VGR. Here's VGR yes. Group Limited. It's up uh, yeah. 0.17. Who knows if that'll stay tomorrow, so I'm not going to – I'm not going to – it's very bullish. It, oh, God, 9.9 out of 10 saying go for it. Yeah. You know – Viagra companies should use the strap line on their adverts if they do ads. I don't know if they, they do, obviously, because that's not my expertise, being a yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, their, their, their strap line for an ad should be, you know, things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, people usually take them in situations where they feel they can't perform, right? So they're kind of sad. Yeah. So having that, that, that strap line kind of works two ways. I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> I, d- I laugh at myself, Andy. If I don't, nobody else will. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you are very funny. You are very funny. No. Nah, I just... Yeah, you, you are. in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all good. Anyway, yeah, so um, what we'll do is uh, pick this show up on Friday and yeah. talk about... Um, you know, we have a special show behind the scenes of the Adams Family. We're going to talk stocks. We're going to talk about uh, whatever else, you know, whatever else happens in the news. You know the show. Maybe we'll get a couple more scam artists. You never know. Anyway, That's right. uh, we're, this show's done. We're, we're way beyond, I think. I want to extend it a little bit so I can edit it on the podcast to make up for that big blank space when I thought the microphone was on and I was talking to myself here. I had him on mute. Um, but I think I'm way beyond that now. So I'm way beyond. So yeah, I, guess I think can, we uh, need to put a profanity warning on it as well. <laughs> With yeah. the way that guy was talking. So I, I, could, I could edit that out. You know, I could just edit it out. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I just have to listen to the whole damn thing. All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so or we'll see. Maybe I'll just edit it out. You know, we heard it live. Maybe just let it go live and we'll take it out of the podcast altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll take the whole scam thing out of the podcast. You know, just forget about it. You know, cut out that whole, you know, it was live show. Leave it on the live show and the podcast. We'll just, or we'll just go over it because now we're talking about yeah. Should It'd probably we? give him the satisfaction as well, wouldn't it? It's like, oh, we're yeah. going to be on a podcast, you know? Check us out. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll cut it out. I'll cut the whole thing out. That whole screen. I don't know. I want to you Phil. I don't know either. Or maybe maybe I'll leave the. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, Let's let our audience school, decide. Email us, Andy yeah. and Amanda Show at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Should we leave it in the podcast or take it out? But some of these folks won't hear this until it's a podcast. Well, I was going to say, you know, maybe leaving it in is not such a bad thing. You know, people get yeah. to hear what these people are like, how they sound, you know. Yeah, I'll leave it in. I don't know. I'll leave it in. I'll, I'll leave yeah. it in. I think Cornell would want us to leave it in. Leave it in. Oh, yes, yeah. he would, definitely. Yes, yeah. we know right. him so well, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's the boss who brought us together, folks. Cornell Butler there, and he introduced Amanda and I. We've never met, but he thought we'd make a great show together. And he, you know, uh, well over a year later, we over 300 episodes, we're doing it. So Cornell's the boss. Absolutely. Here. Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's, a, a he's a coordinator. He, he's a coordinator. He's not the he's a coordinator. Of what we do. I was gonna say, yeah, we we all work as a as a unit, a team. Yeah, we do. And uh, we do. We never disrespect each other, and we we, yeah. we share lots of ideas and work together, and it's fantastic. We do. It's it's coming together really well. It really is. Quite proud of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh that being said, and and the fact that we're over overdue here, um let's uh get the hell out of here and uh and look forward to having another conversation, a fun time on the Andy Man Andy and Amanda show on Friday at noon Eastern Daylight Time, eight PM in the UK. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody on Friday and Amanda, you know, adios. Yes, you know what darling. I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, I know. You wanna want me to take us home? I'm Might getting well. so good at this. I'm, you you know, I should be better. getting rates for this, you know. You know, there's a cabbie driver. It's either you or it's either you or the Chinese. Yeah, oh, you know. well, you know, they could probably give it a good go too. But okay, so uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let, let's uh, say goodbye to our lovely listeners and thank you for listening to this unusual and spontaneous and awesome show. Um, so, yeah, on behalf of Andy Kimball, my wonderful co-host in California, Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, thank you to you lovely people for listening in, and uh, join us on the next show on Friday. It's going to be fun! Oh, yeah. We'll see you, folks. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye!